Hey everybody, this is Rob. And this is Sarah. And you're listening to How Much Do We Love? And this is episode 132. Yes, it's uh, just about Thanksgiving. It Exciting. is just about Thanksgiving. I'm, I wish I was coming to the Davis Thanksgiving. You know you're completely invited. I know. I, I wish I wasn't working. Where do you, have a sh- you don't have a show that day, do you? We don't have a show that day. We have our first preview is on Black Friday the next day. Ah. So I it will be... I, you know, it'll be the end of a tech week for all of us in DC. But the the theater company is doing like, we'll make the turkey. Everybody else potluck. potluck. So we're doing like company dinner a little bit. Well, that'll be nice. Yeah, yeah. and uh, Doug and I are. We'll see how it goes. Doug and I are kind of secretly proposing that we would, you know, of course go to the company thing, but to just fully be like we're putting in our time, and then we might yeah. make reservations someplace oh, that and go sounds for, good. like dinner for two <laughs> yeah we'll see it's gonna be the end of a long week I so think that sounds uh, good yeah you know how excellent well you. we'll definitely do a post uh thanksgiving recap and we, we want to know um about your thanksgivings as well and if you have special traditions i'm sure that i will be sharing photos of the cheese sculpture yes we love hearing them Mass- now how i know you've said this before but can you give us a quick history of the cheese sculpture and how did it first come about well, my mom's been making this dish for years, and it's funny because it's kind of like a cream of mushroom soup situation, which was not how my mom cooks, really. Mm-hmm. And it's you wouldn't really know that it's kind of like your basic casserole. Um, but it has, she used to decorate the top of it with strips of, like, um, American, it was actually Kraft Old English slices, specifically, mm-hmm. uh, which is also a key ingredient in her famous baked macaroni. Um mm-hmm. And she would put the strips on it, and they didn't melt. They just kind of slightly puff up, and then they get hard. And it was she would make like a I'm picturing like a lattice kind of a situation, but it wasn't like it would get all gooey. It would just get kind of hard and weird because it was weird fake cheese. And so one year she didn't put them on as breadcrumbs also, and then the cheese is on top. And I right. I was like well, there was a, my sister and I would have none of it. We're like where are the weird cheese strips? And she said well you guys always make fun of them. So I said, give me the cheese. And so I made some sort of design. And I'm trying to remember what it was the first year. I think it was just sort of a pastoral scene. It had mm-hmm. an actual turkey. And I think it had some, there was like some birds flying and some trees and a, a, a large call, a symbolic cauliflower. That was the first one, I think. And then it just instantly became a tradition. So it's not that old. It's probably maybe hmm, eight, eight years, maybe, if that. And then it just now it's my job to come up with and everyone expects, oh, what's going to be on the cauliflower this year? Yeah. And so. through through various websites and social networking, <laughs> it has got a great following. A number of people have tried the recipe. It's actually it's it. so delicious. It's really it's, good. Have you ever had it? I've never had it. All right. Next time you come, we'll, we'll make, we should do like family we'll recipes. So family recipe night. That would be a fun party. I did that once. It was um, awesome. It was it was fun. Now, if you guys have suggestions about a theme, to, for, you know, let yeah. me know. I'm maybe I. This is the first time where I'll be having Thanksgiving in California, so mm. it might be California centric. We did the gold. I did the Golden Gate Bridge once, and that was the year that I had moved to California, and my sister right. also lived in San Francisco. So, but maybe it will be. Um, the state of California with some or state icons like the state bird. Arnold Schwarzenegger. That I could also do. You could do like the Terminator. Although he's on his way out. No, that's true. I don't know if Jerry Brown would be a lot of fun. 
sculpture. It's a cheese sculpture. Hmm. Well, but speaking of the of Thanksgiving and all holidays, one of the things you guys know that we love television, and I love when TV series do the holiday themed episodes. I love so it. That's our first topic. Like the you know at Halloween, you will find many sitcoms and tv shows will have a halloween themed episode and they'll do thanksgiving often and those are usually very heartwarming and then they will do christmas or throughout the year but it seems like the halloween thanksgiving christmas slash new year's is like the you know the the good run-on themed episodes to into the end of the year the halloween episodes especially i love yeah and you know the simpsons does one every year the simpsons is like for the ages those are the best yeah um the modern family one this year i thought was very funny so funny. I feel like Friends had some good ones over the years. But like going way back, I feel like old TV shows always had a Halloween episode too. That was always very exciting. Right. To I'm see. picturing like a Family Ties something maybe. Yeah. Or maybe a Laverne and Shirley. Yes. Oh, God. I love Laverne and Shirley. My favorite name in the world, Shirley. I know. And kitty cats. Aw. So, uh we just love that general idea. Why don't you tell us what your favorites are? Do you have a favorite Thanksgiving episode? Oh, God, you know one that totally killed me? It was the Christmas episode of My So-Called Life. Oh. Oh, did you watch that? Did you see that? Such a good show. But do you remember that episode where I watched Juliana all of Hatfield, episodes. pop star, was the totally. guest star? She was the sort of like homeless girl who appeared and the mom, was it? who was the mom? Bess Armstrong? And she had this sort of weird encounter with her. And then was she really real or was she a ghost? How about that? Do you remember the Allie McBeal Christmas episode where they all sang? Yes. Jane Krakowski. Santa Baby. And I think Robert Downey Jr. sang River by Joni Mitchell. That is a weird image. Totally weird. Robert Downey Jr. He's had 800 careers, that guy. I think he's terrific. He's, I think he's terrific too, but he's like has nine lives. Yeah, he does. But his, in his current one, I think he's really sexy. Super sexy. Ooh, he's sexy. Um, I, I know you don't watch it, but I love Parenthood and their Halloween episode this year was so awesome. And they, uh, they basically, the gist was like their family isn't very religious and they, so like Halloween is the big thing for them and they um it was was similar to modern family of like this is a really big deal to us yeah and it kind of got like all that pressure that some people get about christmas mm-hmm. about like this is the big day come on that's Which what we then, have for thanksgiving at my house yeah. by the way <laughs> in you know can imbibe a lot of tension and humor and uh so it was a really good episode. Do you guys have favorites from the years? Let us know. You can send them to us via email or you can put them on our Facebook page or comment. Let us know because we'll walk down holiday TV episode memory lane. And this is a sidebar. We didn't really talk about this. This is a total sidebar, but I kind of love horrible holiday themed made for TV movies. Oh, I will watch them. There's been quite a few on the Hallmark channel lately. And <laughs> that, then, that would be a good place for them. And then like during during the actual like Christmas weekend, I feel like I always end up like at my mom and dad's like watching Lifetime and or ABC Family and watching just like ridiculous things. It's always like Connie Selica is trapped <laughs> in a small town and um you She's know, a harried businesswoman and, harried and she has to learn the value of family again and it's called like ms scrooge or something <laughs> like that. Like, i love movies like that though there's a lot of good ones and there's some that they show every year that i always am excited when i see that it's going to be on i'm like oh 
Here's the one where, again. <laughs> where where Dolly Parton is maybe Santa Claus and she <gasps> rescues rescues Lee Major's family in their cabin <laughs> in the woods and she appears in all white, like coming through. Oh. They're, they're kind of horrible and fabulous all at the same time. So many things are. There was a good one this year on Hallmark starring Shannon Dottery. Oh. And she was trapped in a small town where they were known for the biggest pumpkins. <laughs> and, you know, and, and, it was like, and how big, if they grew the pumpkin big enough, it would like save the inn or something. You know, it's oh. always the same thing. But uh, yeah, we were saying Love the other that. day how, and it was, call, it was called something horrible, like we grow them big or something. <laughs> Something horrible. Anyway, I love things like that. Look at these big melons. Was it something like that? Check out my gourd. <laughs> something out like of that. her gourd. Um, <laughs> that would have been a good one. <laughs> I also, but now this this is another thing that wasn't on our list. I also like the, the movie that you, I feel like we're getting ahead of ourselves for Christmas, but it also might be busy and hard to record. So we'll talk about it now. The... Uh, routine watching of something every year like maybe it's the oh, sound yeah. of music or it's a wonderful life or elf or um scrooged white white christmas, <laughs> white christmas home for the holidays starring um oh, holly hunter the, right isn't that that, that one? best thanksgiving movie ever and robert downey jr also <laughs> see we As should do fun. I like him. I think he's. Really oh, good. I love it. And that, and her high strung sister who like they there's that one great scene where she's on like a, a, a exercise bike and she's like, I can't do it all. And they're like, uh, no one asked you to lady. Relax. <laughs> it's such a perfect snapshot of a family. I love it. So what are your, your, your annual view, annually viewed movies? Yeah. What are they? Let us know. Mm-hmm. Don't even go there with the Charlie Brown specials because all of those oh, no. are fantastic. Oh, well, and the the Rudolph and all of those oh, stop motion guys. Oh, those are good. Oh, I'm suddenly getting very excited for the Me holidays. Me too. It's a good thing to talk about. It seems like we're getting ahead of ourselves, but we're really not because it's not mid-November. Really. It's mid-November um, and they're enjoyable. Yes. And then um, one sidebar about watching television and how we all have DVRs now is our next short How Much Do We Love? Which is, which is, what? Oh, we love the freeze frame face. Yes, this is what we're calling it—the freeze phrase, freeze, freeze frame, frame face. face. You're like, oh, I got a, a the phone rang, or uh, I oh, need I, another drink. Yeah, another drink, and you pause the the TiVo or the DVR, and then you come back and you're like, what is that face they're making? It's you always the craziest face in the world. Yeah. No one's ever like, just smiling or thinking. No, they always look like they're the the Nazi who touched the Ark in with <laughs> their faces melting. Their faces a little melting. Bit. Or they look like they're doing a very elaborate dance somehow. Yes. And you're like, what are you doing? You're cooking a chicken. Why are? You, how did you pause in that? Or like Jerry Blank's dad from Strangers with Candy, how he was catatonic and always kind of frozen in a really strange pouncing position. <laughs> Kind of reminds me a little bit of that. I love it. I like the freeze frame face. Freeze frame face. Also reminiscent of a song by um, the Jay Giles band. <laughs> Wasn't freeze it Jay Giles band? It sang freeze frame? Uh, Jay, they were definitely Angel is a Centerfold. I don't Who know if they were. freeze frame? Oh, no, I got to look it up. Here we go. Sorry. Get out I got to look it up. I love it. That also it was sometimes. Jay, yes, Jay Giles. How did uh, I doubt my early 80s? 
music <laughs> knowledge repertoire. Oh. Well, um, I was, I'm just saying, I knew they did centerfold. Uh, oh, I was doubting it myself too. I was like, I spit it out and I was like, is that right? I don't know. You sometimes get the freeze frame face too. If you are going to look at a YouTube clip and whatever image they use from the whole clip to use as like the, yeah, the thumbnail, the thumbnail for it, that you can sometimes get a good freeze frame face out of that too. And this sort of reminds me of, you know, the opposite of the freeze frame face is the take the picture practical joke that we like to do yes. where you go, you get some people together and you get to take a picture but you really take a video and don't tell them for like 10 seconds 20 seconds as long as it so lasts so they're actually holding good holiday. <laughs> yeah. oh this is a good time to do it good time to do it during the holidays and especially when you're like oh my gosh aunt martha grab those candy canes and pretend they're antlers go go okay and they're like they'll do a really crazy pose or face and then they're like <laughs> I always oh. have to pretend, oh, this isn't my, this is a new camera. I don't know how to, hang on a second. Oh, did the flash go? You just make stuff up while they're it's standing there and holding it. to pull off on your friends, though. And the funny thing is. You always get me for about the first three seconds. And then I'm like, you're doing take the picture. I know you are. I actually forget to do it. And there was a chunk of time after I had done it a bunch where everyone <laughs> expected me to do it when I hadn't even oh. thought of doing it. And oh, then funny. I became the person that nobody, nobody would let me take a picture of them. Is this, are you taking a video? No. I got to read. Oh, and then so speaking of faces and holidays and groups and humor, have you ever have I ever told you about the game Pass the Face that we play? No, this is via my sister's family. Um, so this is enjoyable <laughs> and it requires no equipment. Just say maybe there's four of you around the dinner table. The more people, the better. But you can you can even play it with two. So you start by one person says pass the face. And if I started, I would make a crazy face and then I would mm -hmm. pass it. Say you're to my left. I would mm -hmm. turn my head and hold the face while you, just by looking at me, try to replicate the face. Oh, fun. And then you pass it to your left. And it's just enjoyable to see how people think they're replicating how something looks. I don't know. It's very yeah. simple. It's a good family Sounds game. like something we might do at, like, performing arts camp, too. <laughs> totally it totally sounds a little bit like a warm-up before is, an improv show. It is, but it's show. very fun. So <laughs> that was a bonus, pass the face. We're just going to whip through a whole bunch of topics on this one. Um, okay, so freeze frame, holiday TV episodes, annual TV viewing, freeze frame face, pass the face. And next, how much do we love holiday catalogs? Love them! What's your favorite? Uh, I like a really trashy one. I just got the Big oh. Finger Hut catalog <laughs> the other day, and I was pre-approved for five hundred uh, up to five hundred dollars credit. Sweet. I've never ordered a thing from there, and I don't know how I got on their mailing list, but I'm never going to take it off because I love looking at it. I'm like, oh, a hunting knife with the American Eagle in it. <laughs> it's so. kind of like the the land version of the Sky Mall catalog, a little bit. Totally, lots but of not stuff as good you don't gadgets. Need. It's a little more trashy. Mm -hmm. You know what my favorite is? Which one? Harry and David. Oh, Harry and David. I love Harry and David. It's always good. But I, to me, it's always a Christmas thing. It's like it's a holiday thing, right? Because mm -hmm. who gets a Harry and David basket in June? Nobody. But you're like, ooh, the pears and the, and the, I loved the Tower of Treats and I love all the combos and, mm -hmm. and um, my mom sends me those pears every year. Ooh, they're good. They're so good. Did she send uh, you those pears? Your mom? Didn't she send you a box I last year? I feel like maybe I have gotten some pears from your mom before. I, I got to tell you, our friend Kate, that's her go-to when, like, she knows that someone, like, I had some minor surgery done last year, and Harry and David, year-round, is her go-to, like, get well. It's the best. Because you know what they have that's amazing? Chicken pot pie. What? 
Harry and David chicken pot pie. They're amazing. Don't Perfect. get me started on chicken pot pie today because right. I've, been in a, I've been in a chicken pot pie whirlwind where I can't get out of it. All I want to eat is chicken pot pie. We'll All right. Talk- well, let's make that I'm a shutting promise. It down. I'm shutting people. it down. <laughs> we'll make yes. a promise to the people. That's the next episode. Chicken yeah. pot pie. I want to make Ina Garten's recipe because hers is okay. supposed to be like the go-to. Um, but anyway, Good. so the Harry and David catalog. I like the crate and barrel. I love the crate and barrel. The uh, I like I like the J Crew. You know, they show I, me show me the new sat the new the new sweaters the new flannels. But then there's always like touches of fancy for your holiday parties. They'll be like, oh, look at this fancy velvet trimmed blazer or this ooh, f- super sparkly skirt scarf. for the lady. Oh. I you know I actually don't get a lot of catalogs. I was successful in removing myself from almost all catalogs yeah. but I, I get a few but I do like to look at them around it's not very green but I enjoy well, I just I don't I they were mostly from places I didn't ever actually order from but I sure like looking at them I just holiday catalogs there's something very because they always come early enough they should start coming now really where mm-hmm. it's one of those starts of the gets you excited about the holiday season things I have the crate and barrel one now and the and their sister store is CB2 mm-hmm it's cute, like little ornaments, like little things. And I'm like, oh, those would be cute to order and like just tie those to each person's package. Super cute. cute. Um, all right. Love it. Done. And Next. our our final uh our, our final topic is something that I think is pretty Chicago centric. So forgive me, listeners from around the country, but I I'm I'm thinking with a little bit of little bit of research, this maybe you can find it other places. It's a botanical spirit called hum. Hum, like the hummingbird, and actually has a hummingbird on the label. Um, and it, um, I'll just, I'm reading this right from their website, which is humspirits.com. It's inspired by the great ar- aromas of, oh, that's not aromas, era, uh, amaros, amaros, amaros of Italy. Amaros? Uh, celebrated, amaros, know. maybe, celebrated mixologist Adam Seeger of Chicago and London's Joe Mc. Canta infuse organic rum with fair trade hibiscus, organic ginger, green cardamom, and kaffir lime. Yes. It's delicious. It's really, really delicious. It's a bold 70 proof. Um, so they, um, the first time I had it, I just had it like on the rocks with a little bit of soda mm-hmm. because it, uh, it was at a bar and they were like, well, you really want to get the actual essence of what this tastes like. We're not going to mix it with too much. But then later, I had it uh, with some basil and mixed with lemonade and soda, and it was tasty Ooh. for a summer drink. And um, at the street fairs, at the Midsummer Fest, this Fest. Summer, which we enjoy and we've talked about before, they were serving what they called hum floats, and they were just taking tall boys of cheap beer. I believe ours was old style. And they were just floating a little bit of it on the top of your beer slash the rim of the tall boy can. Mm. And it kind of made the light beer a touch of fancy. So it was perfect, like, street fair, walking around with a can of beer. Delicious. Um, but they have a whole recipe section on here, and some of these look amazing. Like, there's punch bowl recipes. There's uh, recipes for, like, holiday drinks. It's very tasty. And um, if you're in the Chicago area, you can go to their website and see where you can buy it. Um, I was uh, first suggested this by our friend Mark Moose Motor from uh, the Dancing Dancing Architecture Architecture podcast and blog. Uh, He had tried it at a store in my neighborhood called Provenance. And so I just bought some on the way home from 
from the train one day. Mm. It's very, very enjoyable. And a little bit of it goes a long way. So I've like had one bottle that I just do with like a little bit of soda stream water. Mm. Sometimes I ju- I do like mainly soda stream water with just like a dash of it, almost like it's bitters, uh, just yeah. to kind of flavor the water. It's a little boozy, but um, if you're like wanting something refreshing when you get home, but maybe don't want to make a full scale right. cocktail. Sounds good. It's really tasty and complex. Lots of lots of layers to the flavor. Delicious. Well, I don't. I'll look for it here. It looks like on their website they're really um, Chicago centric. No, I w- Yeah, I was hoping on their website there'd be like an order maybe you here. Can order it. Yeah. Well, we'll scope it out. But if we I know we have a big chunk of listeners in Chicago, so. You but how good does this out. punch bowl? This is just an example. Yeah, build in a punch bowl and ice the each of the serving. One part hum, two parts strong tea that you have allowed to cool. Mm-hmm. And they suggest like a jasmine or a darjeeling. Mm-hmm. Um, and then half part sweet agave or maple or simple syrup. So some sort of like sweetener, sweetener. you want to use. Um, fresh lemon, lime, or grapefruit juice. Ooh. Garnished with a citrus wheel and, and fresh herbs. Oh, that sounds good to me. How much do we love a citrus wheel? Yummy. I like calling a, calling a slice of lemon a citrus wheel. It's very could, good. It could also be a refreshing band name. It would be a very upbeat band name. Citrus Wheel. Here they are. Humspirits.com is where you can find out more about Hum or where to find it. Sounds good. Um, and then I wanted to finish by telling you guys about a couple of websites and a podcast that we're enjoying. Um, the first is a website called thehairpin.com. The Hairpin. T H E H a i r p i n dot com and it's a essentially a blog it's primarily written by two women and they talk it's kind of women centric but it's i think the writing would be enjoyable to anybody and it's kind of pop culture-ish stuff and it just makes me laugh so hard you should all check it it out thehairpin.com i kind of want to be friends with those two ladies i love it in fact like across their masthead right now they have an article the great gwyneth paltrow debate the next one is in defense of prunes then there's the, the fruit conversations with lady squatters mm-hmm. um, and then another one. Oh. And then, Oh, just some vibrator chat. Um, so anyway, it. it's very, it's, it just makes me laugh really hard. I love it. And then the next one is a food blog called the bitten And it's two super cute fellas who actually just got married and they are foodie types and they cook out of food magazines. They, you know, they get all of their food magazines and like, I guess, Cook's Illustrated or Gourmet and etc. And they just make recipes and then talk about them. And the this writing is, is enjoyable fun. to me. It's real. I, I, almost everything, every entry they have, I go, ooh, ooh, I would make that. And it has beautiful pictures. And they're, they just, they seem, they also seem like they should be friends with us. Yeah, they do. I, I like it's that it's kind of like they're, they are, um, it's like they're curating all of yes. the various things and kind of helping you like reduce it down to like, hey, here are some hits. But it sounds like they do, they, they don't are, love they're everything. really honest. Yeah, I think that's awesome too. Yeah, in fact, so here like the on the first page, they're, they've made recipes from Cook's Country, uh, Everyday Food, Food Network Magazine, Fine Cooking, and Saveur. So mm. it's a big mix of stuff. And they travel a lot. I think they have a beach house. And oh, lots they, just, of great they seem kind of fabulous. Like yeah. So uh, check them out. And then I want to tell you about another food-related um, item, which is a podcast called Spilled Milk. Um, and I'd heard about this from several different people, one, um, one of whom was uh, Brian from the Game Night Guys podcast. And I checked it out. And it's, it's, it's uh, two 
hosts, um, Molly and Matthew. And every week, they're they're both cooks or chefs. So they, she has a restaurant. I think he also has a restaurant. And they pick a topic each week and talk for about fifteen minutes about it. It might be um, heirloom tomatoes. It might be hamburgers. It might be cucumbers, and they'll tell you a little bit about sort of the history of the food, and then they each cook a dish for each other. Nice. And they're very silly. Like, it's not a serious foodie food podcast. Um, They're very goofy. They're very funny. Um, They have kind of a similar vibe to ours, I think, actually. (laughs) They they laugh a lot. You can say they go off topic. They go that's, off topic. That's that. That's what you well, mean. Well, no, I just you'll, you'll you'll kind of see what I mean. I think they have just kind of a similar vibe. But I so I started listening to them on a, on my flight home from Chicago, and I listened to a whole bunch of them in a row. I think a good episode to start with was the one about scary foods, which was a few episodes back, um, to kind of get an idea about them. And then I realized that she is the author of one of my favorite food blogs, um, which is called Orangette. And I hadn't realized that Molly Weisenberg. So that was a bonus. I'm like, oh, it's the orange lady. In fact, I think I had posted um, on the How Much Do You Love page a, a caramelized cauliflower recipe. And the, that was actually from her blog. So it's spilledmilkpodcast.com. I think cool. that um, you guys would like it. And speaking of um, that Game Night Guys podcast, you know what they're getting ready to do a show about? What? Neilborn. Oh, a previous, we love previous how much do, a previous how much do we love topic? I love it. I, I'm gonna go back because we talked about this before the show, but we forgot to mention it. Um, from the bitten word. Oh, uh, mm-hmm. their autumn harvest jello shots. Oh, yeah, that's on the how much do you love got, Facebook page right now. Yeah, that's uh, I, that might have to happen for me this holiday season. That sounds amazing. I, I think they should just rename them Touch of Fancy Jello shots. Yeah, that's really what they are. Super fancy adult jigglers yeah but they i mean they're it uses you use unflavored gelatin and that doesn't sound good (laughs) Um, i'll take that name back thank you undo it uses unflavored gelatin and then your actual own flavors like cranberry juice vodka cherry liqueur allspice nutmeg come on and then you cut them out into harvest shapes like leaves and turkeys so those are three websites I think that you guys will like. Thehairpin.com, thebittenword.com, and Spilled Milk Podcast. Check them out. Very exciting. I'm about to take uh, quite a road trip. By the time this posts, I will have arrived in yes. D.C. But uh, I'm going to load up ye old iPod for some chitty chats from all of my podcast friends. Sounds good. Yeah, I'm excited to catch up with everybody. Yay. All right. Well, that's it. We will see you next time. Next time, Rob will be coming at you from D.C. And I'll still be here in California. We'll be even farther away from each other. Yes. Is that sad? That is sort of sad. All right. Well, (laughs) wow. Have a good day, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) We hope you guys have a, if this, uh, this might be the last time we chat with you before Thanksgiving. Um, uh, so we hope you have a wonderful Thanksgiving, whatever uh, version of family you're getting together with. Hope you're doing something fun. Yeah. And uh, send us pictures. We we love knowing what you guys are up to and what you're cooking and what you loved. Yeah, and Thanksgiving is kind of the touch of fancy holiday, I think. It is. So feel free Hold to napkin rings. think of us as you garnish your um, beverages, turkeys with kumquats <laughs> and whole cranberries and orange leaves, which is what my mom will probably do. I love it. Yeah, you'll come some year. All right, we'll see you next time on How Much Do We Love. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.